You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Hello, and welcome to Amateur Tarot Pod, the only podcast where we, two non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your questions. For entertainment purposes only. That is Brian. That is Ben. And we are your hosts. We've introduced ourselves, and we've introduced the show. So welcome. And now I guess it's time to go, right? Basically. But first, why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Brian. No, not you. Them. Oh, oh I see. You're talking to everybody out there in Magic Window Land. Yes. On the count of three, introduce yourself. Hold on. Make it a count of five so that people have time to pull over their car or turn off their lawnmowers or okay. get their hands out of the dishwasher. Sure. Dry their hands off. Or quiet their dogs down. Sure. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi. Hi. Very nice to meet you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. What do we do here, Ben? Well, Brian, we solve people's problems, and we do so in a very limited but effective way. We do palm reading. No. Mm. Try again. Astrology. Nope. Numerology. No. Cardamancy. Close. No, that is what we do. Sure. That's why I said close. (laughs) Very close. Very close. So close that you have arrived. That it is the thing. All right. Well, when we do our cardamancy, we cardamance thusly. Wait, now I feel bad. Like, there's a Venn diagram where there is cardamancy that does not involve tarot. Sure. So, I mean, we do cardamancy, but specifically, we We do do tarot. But, like, if I play soccer, I could say, I sport, Leslie. (laughs) You you could say, I sport, but there may be some confusion as to whether you're talking about soccer or cricket or Wimbledon. Mm -hmm. Is that a sport or the name of a... a, That's a place. A place. A place? Is it a place? A tournament. Wimbledon is a tournament. Is it? Holy crap. Yeah. Wimbledon is a tournament. It's a tournament. It's a tennis tournament. Is it at Wimbledon? Is that a place? Maybe. Maybe we're both right. I think we're all all the people are yelling at their lawnmowers. All all of our hardcore Wimbledon fans. Yeah. That's why you listen to the pod for the cardamancy and the sport. Well, when we're not talking about sport, one of our favorite subjects to talk about, we're reading tarot and We do it like this. We draw three cards, and the order that we draw them indicates their recent past, the current actions, and the future 100% money-back spiritual goal guaranteed outcome for entertainment purposes only outcome. That sounds really nice of us. And then we go around and we pass the pigskin. Yep. We pass that pigskin around and we knock it off the old tee. Yep. And once we break for some pigskin tossing, we come back and we do the card of the week. We kick around the old soccer ball. That we do that while we're doing the outro. Yeah. And then Ben leaves so that he can go to the Preakness Downs. Yes. And run around with... Watch the ponies. With ponies. Well... How is that a sport? Have we talked about that before? I don't think so. But we do have a few months until the Derby. <laughs> how is... How is it considered sport? It's just like, how fast can your horse run? Yeah. 
There has to be some small degree of skill involved. I'm sure that the jockeys have an incredible amount of skill, yeah. but it's not like there's... I'm digging a hole here. Sure, keep going. It's not like there's famous jockeys, except for well, in the, the one that played Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. There, I think there are some famous jockeys in the in the world of horse. So, like, there is a day when people go to a giant horse race. Yep. The race lasts the queen. a couple of seconds. Yes. They all wear fun, fantastical outfits and, like, brag about how rich they are. Yes. That seems to be the sport. <laughs> There's no one's like, this is the best jockey. I need this jockey on my fantasy horse racing That's team. true. I mean, maybe. I don't know about fantasy jockeying, but you're right. It's all about the horses. Nobody's ever, like... This horse and this jockey won the derby. Or this jockey won the derby. It's, it's always like the horse. It's like the Met Gala, except there's a chance you're going to step in a giant pile of poop. And now, to Queerance Corner. <laughs> Here we are, Queerance Corner. And this week, you won't believe it, but we have a voicemail. We have a voicemail. The ding, second ding, ding, voicemail. Ding. And this week, our voicemail comes from Shannon. And Shannon says... Hi, this is Shannon, and my question is, how do I let go of someone that I'm in love with but doesn't love me back or only wants to be around when they don't have somebody else? Thanks. Bye. Well, that's an interesting question, Shannon. You should have caught us last week for Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. Day, yeah. Sorry, we can't do romance questions, so voicemail deleted. Brian, <laughs> what's next on the docket? Next is the card of the week. <laughs> just kidding, Shannon. We're going to answer your question. Thank you so much for calling in. You just missed the window to be able to get a pair of oversized dice for calling in within oh. 10 minutes. But next time. Maybe Better next luck. time. So this week we are going to use the Orbifold Tarot. Okay. Which I am now going to hand over to my good friend, Ben Noble. Well, the back of the card it has a pattern on it, but it's also very black. Like I can see myself in the reflection on the back of the the card and i'm flipping it over and i'm very disappointed i'm very happy that you're I'm disappointed very disappointed in you and who and and just uh all right well here's the thing about this deck all of the pictures are just overlapping circles you might think i'm joking but i'm not joking the deck is just overlapping circles colored borders and colored backgrounds there is a bonus card you get with this one manifestation oh that's not a circle no it's like a well it is it's just very blurry it's, yeah it's got blurred edges yeah oh boy one star dang you heard it here you heard it here first it's just it's oh there's the void another card that we didn't know about oh are there other cards we didn't know about perhaps we'll run into some but basically it's just like i mean the the circles are nice they're nice patterns but i just don't know how you could there's no symbolism well, the colors, I mean, the colors, and maybe the patterns mean something. But how would I, a terrible tarot reader, know what any of these cards were supposed to do? We could justify some of it by saying that it is effectively a pip deck. Sure. So that, but every card's a pip. That takes out fifty-six of the cards from Judgment. Okay. So now we just have twenty-four cards left over because there's extra ones, and so if those make sense when we get to them. Then it should be fine, right? Yeah. Like if we get a major arcana card and it's just a bunch of bubbles that look like a devil. Sure. 
then we can be like, oh, okay. We get <laughs> Makes it. sense. Okay. You hold out for that hope. Again, Shannon's question is about getting over someone when they are not interested unless no one else is around. When they're not making you their first choice. Yeah. It's like that song. Say my name, say my name. Legally, we can't do more because we yeah. sound so much like them. <laughs> A lot of singing. And it's not just Arms of the Angels. Yeah, we haven't sung Arms of the Angels for a, a couple, couple episodes. Weeks. Well, Shannon, let's see if we can answer your question with this magical deck. Flip. The Ace of Air. Well, the Ace of Air is just, it's sort of like a brown gold circle. Yep. It <laughs> On is a that. white background. And the Ace of Air AKA is the, the Ace, Ace of, of Swords. Yes. We are both about to say swords. For sure, we're both about to say swords. So it's the Ace of Swords. See, this is my point. And it speaks to knowing the answer to a question. You have the solution to the question that you're asking already. Is that what it says? Yeah. I mean, it could have just struck you as like a bolt of enlightenment or whatever, but you you have all the information at hand to solve this question. Is that how you think about that card? Right now. Okay. How do you think about it? I think of it as like a problem. It's like, not well, not a problem, like an issue, but like a problem to solve has appeared. A wild problem has appeared. Oh, and I see it as a solution to a problem. You're taking the sword appeared. is like you're taking on like the first steps towards solving that problem. Mm. But you say it's a problem that's been solved. But you said last that it is a problem that has been presented. So that's where we are. Okay. The Eight of Earth. Okay. Which is the Eight of Coins. Coins. We knew that. This one's green. It does have eight overlapping circles, I was counting. Perfect. And they kind of make a flower. They do. The way that they're overlapping. And the picture on this makes me forget what the actual Eight of Coins looks like. Yeah. Doesn't it? I know what the Four of Coins looks like. It's not that. The Eight of Coins is usually a person who is like outside of the city working on their coins in the workshop. Oh, working to perfection. That's the one. One of my favorite cards, actually. Mm -hmm. So in this context, I'm glad that we went with my interpretation because now we can follow it up with, in the present, trying to come up with a solution, isolating yourself to come up with a solution to the problem. Okay. Flip. Oh, no. Well, we've arrived. I thought you made a huge reaction. I did. I I thought it was going to be a fake card. I had big reacts. I thought it was going to be a fake card, but it's not. It's a real card. It's the tower. And the tower, well, it has a lot of red and green circles overlapping. And then in the middle, it's sort of like brown. Brown like circles. Yeah. There's something here. There's something. That's oh. The situation. Are you about to? No, it's still a one-star deck. But <laughs> okay. I do see there's something happening. Okay. Okay. But go on. Well, I was going to say that based on your interpretation of the air mm-hmm. as... You got a problem. Now it's time to solve it. And the eight of earth as it's time to isolate yourself and Mm -hmm. work on yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the tower to me says you got to leave that person behind. Like that person may have been a part of your life before, but it's time to excise that person. Yeah, I do agree with you on that because I think sometimes like even though spoiler alert magic is real, we're not necessarily here to predict the future like the future card is something that is sort of like on the current trajectory this is the future but knowing that you can avoid it oh i i think that the tower isn't even avoiding like you're not avoiding the tower 
by excising this person from your life, that is the tower. This oh. person is a big part of your life and who you are right now, but you need to make yourself a priority and get them out of your life. Okay. I like I like that interpretation because we have the Eight of Coins, which is about making yourself a priority and cutting yourself off mm-hmm. from people so that you can focus inward and focus on sort of like your skills and your craft and honing that. And the tower is normally something that you can't avoid. It's something that you have to yeah. sort of like hunker down and just bear. And so in your conception, that is just something that's that's coming. And yeah, you have to let this person go. And even though it might be painful, you will have spent the present sort of like stealing yourself for that outcome. Mm. All right. I think the Orbifold did a pretty good job of giving us a clear reading. It did. Good job, Orbifold. Good job. Thank you for your service. uh, Shannon, I am sorry that we had to give this dark news, but... But the thing I will say about Shannon is based on the fact that she called in and left a message, she'll find somebody, no problem. I think that she's doing the Eight of Coins right now. The Eight of Earth. I think she's in it. Okay. And that's good. But like, I think people want somebody who calls into the Amateur Tarot Podcast, you know? Oh, for sure. If you want to set yourself apart from other chumps out there, call Call into our show. Yeah. Well, thanks, Shannon. I hope that helps. And good luck to you. I'm waiting for the day that we get asked to... Go out on a date? Yeah, me too. Yeah. What were you going to say? I almost don't want to say it, but I was, well, what's it called when you, is it like when you lead a wedding? I was going to say referee a wedding, which is not right. (laughs) No, but that has to do with sport. Yeah. So I was waiting for the day that we got asked to referee a wedding because somebody was like, well, how did you meet your spouse? Well, I heard them call into the Amateur Tarot podcast (laughs) and they had quite the voice. So I got in touch with them on the Facebook group and uh, then we're getting married now. Oh my gosh. How cripplingly heartbreaking for me. That one person calls in one time and finds a forever partner. And I'm on this thing 109 109 times times for like a half hour at a time and nobody. It's a lot of hours. That's my life. All right. Well, now we're moving on to the card of the week. If you do want us to referee your wedding, we are available. We are available to referee weddings. Uh, We're available to kick around the old pigskin. Oh, Uh, yeah. Sure. We can play t-ball or golf, whichever one you want with a T. We can go to the track. Yeah, we could go to the horse track or when you just said that, it made me think of track and field. Sure, we could do both. Where we can, we'll have like a whole amateur tarot track meet. What if, because like at the, at the track, at some tracks, there's like an outer ring that's like dirt, dirt track and then an inner ring that's a grass track. So what if. Wait, the, people tracks or horse tracks? Horse tracks. Okay. Sorry. Horse tracks where horses run. There's like the outside dirt track and the inside grass track. But what if we had horse racing on the outside track and human racing on the on the inside track? Yes. And car and, racing on a third, even more inner track. Yeah, a very tight circle. <laughs> yes. Uh, it gets less and less cruel to the participants as you move inwards. <laughs> yeah, this is a great idea. Why has nobody ever done this? And on the inside is just someone playing that quap game on there. <laughs> <laughs> computer so that was the reading that was queerance corner that's what we call it right yeah that's the name of that gimmick okay yes now i'm doing a new gimmick well not new it's just a, it's a different gimmick but the same one we do every if week. this is your first episode it's new to you sure it's the card of the week uh and the card of the week is we're not even there yet but i'm already i'm already telling them what it is yeah well let's jump in okay okay now go now what it is 
is that we're going to draw a card. And this is a card for everyone and anyone listening. Anyone not listening to, as we've established. Mm -hmm. But it's advice for the week. When you get stuck or you're having troubles, think about this card and then they will be solved. It's kind of like a vanilla ice card. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying because I was actually going to say that earlier. (laughs) Sadly. (laughs) Uh, That makes me happier than me just saying it on my own. I didn't want to admit that, but now I'm in the situation of admitting it. Well, this week we are going to use the Mystic Dreamer Tarot. All right. Well, Brian's handing me a box that you would like put a scarf in when you give it as a gift to somebody. It's another Happy Meal style box. It's very thin cardboard. But huge. It's the Mystic Dreamer Tarot. Pulling out the deck. I'm already skeptical, but last time you handed me one of these boxes, I was surprised. Oh yeah, which one was that? The Anadot K Tarot. Mm. Here though, this is about what I would have expected. It's these kind of hyper-realistic vignettes where the people, I mean, it's either... Pictures that have been kind of integrated into illustrations or just really realistic art because the people look very real and the situations are sort of like fantasy with fantasy people. Okay. You know, man, describing tarot decks is not easy. Yeah. And you've been doing it for a second now. And I'm still very, very (laughs) bad at it. Two stars. Two stars for the Mystic Dreamers tarot. It's Game of Thronesy, but in sort of a Sabrina the Teenage Witch way. Well, you're speaking my language. That sounds like five stars right there. (laughs) Did you give it two stars? Yeah. This is a three-star day. (laughs) Pretty bad. Pretty bad. But it feels good. (laughs) Three out of ten. Try again next week. Flip. This is the emperor, which shows a man sitting on a throne. But the throne is sitting on top of the earth, and the earth is sitting in a pool of water. Like you do. (laughs) And the background is Mordor. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that guy's hair. Very long. It looks like it was added in post yeah the emperor according to the little white book and the little white this is a llewellyn the little white novel package so this is a novel so let's see what it says the emperor a true symbol of leadership and power sits on top of the earth the sun and the moon float in the sky over his shoulders as if waiting for his directions to either rise or set his solid stone throne indicates the sturdy foundation he has built it is topped with two ram's heads the sign of Ares, and so of strength intelligence and leadership The emperor uses the self-conscious mind and reason to create and build. He knows that even reason can benefit from the occasional message brought from beyond or within by way of intuition, which is why a raven is also present. There's a lot going on. What about Mordor? Have we gotten to that yet? Not yet. Although not given to daydreams, he is a man of vision. He knows what he wants, what is needed, and how to do it. Once he's created his empire, his role is to maintain it and rule it wisely. He does need to exercise caution against becoming a tyrant. There is also the danger that this man of action may find his throne to be a trap. Creating an empire is one thing. Taking care of it is another. Oh, here we go. This card is about being in control. You are, or should be, in charge of your life, your environment, your body, your temper, your actions. Did you write that down? You and you alone, and I'm talking to you, should be in control of your life at this time. This card gives you permission to be assertive, brave, and bold. If you have already built a solid foundation, this card indicates that your goals will be realized. This card could also represent a leader that you admire and want to follow. Okay. Whoa. Teradek was calling you, the listener, out. Oh, good. Because I really felt like it was calling me out. You too. It it said, Brian Dooley, you need to have your life in order. Yeah. Brian Dooley, take control of your life this week. And don't be afraid to be a little assertive. Perfect. But for... All of you laws out there, take control of your life this week. Don't be afraid to be a little assertive. That's card of the week. What did you rate that deck? 
Two stars. Two stars. That's right. Three star day. The book seems like it could be good, though. Yeah. I do most of my learning when we do card of the week. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are back on the outside of card of the week. We are ready to do Ben's favorite part of the show. The outro. The outro. I don't do any learning during card of the week because you're reading all that stuff and I'm just like thinking about what I'm going to do the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Card of the week. The time when Ben meal plans. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Before I meal plan... I want to say thank you, Shannon, and a double extra special thank you for calling in. Yeah, that was awesome. And thanks to all you lols out there for putting up with us week after week. And if you're just joining us, thanks for uh, for giving us us your time today. And thanks for putting up with us week after week as you listen to all of our back episodes now. If you quit listening to us, well, you're a lost lol. And now we'll have a moment of silence. All right. You can find us at amateurtarot.com on the internet, and that's where we'll have show notes and pictures of all the cards. Yep. If you want to be like Shannon, you will call us at 314-325-6047. Or if you want to date Shannon, you can also call us at that number and we'll make the connection. (laughs) We are a tarot podcast and... A matchmaking service. Yeah, that's we're just branching into that because this podcast bubble's got to burst soon, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So call that number. And if you call either to ask a question or to try to get in touch with Shannon. Within 10 minutes of us recording. I will give you my one of my dog's like winter jackets because she doesn't like it. Oh, that's adorable. It's a little too big for her. She is uncomfortable in it. Maybe... You'll put a picture of that in one of our Facebook groups. Sure. Uh, We have a Facebook group and we have a Facebook page. The page just shows like the cards of the day and everything. But the group is where a bunch of like-minded people get together and do pictures of my dog on Ben's dog and Harry Potter and other tarot based things. Yep. And we also have a a tarot at tarot amateur. (laughs) Oh, yeah. At Twitter amateur. (laughs) Yeah. At Twitter amateur. And we also have an Instagram at amateur twitter you can find me on twitter at zen iron man and you can find me on the World Wide web at i'm making all this up.com where i send out a weekly newsletter about helping you be more creative and pursue your passions all right we have a patreon if you're not familiar with patreon well it's a website where you can uh, help us financially support the show and then in exchange you get a fun newsletter every month as well as like uh, some merch and some other fun stuff yeah so check that out if you're interested, even if you're not interested Maybe in, just check it out. in doing any money or anything, you could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That doesn't cost anything. It give helps us, us out a lot. Yeah. Give us five stars. Tell us how much you love us. Algorithms. Oh, algorithms. I, you, but you said <laughs> algorithms. And I'm yeah. thinking about like Vice President Al Gore. Yeah. that Because he invented the internet. That's, That's why they're called that. Oh, my God. Everything makes so much sense. <laughs> He should put out a rap album called Algorithms. He should. We should put out a rap album called Algorithms. And it's just raps about Al Gore? Yeah. And please for the world to stop doing global warming. <laughs> please for the world to stop doing global warming. That's right. the subtitle. That's the subtitle. Algorithms. Al- well, that leads An us to... An inconvenient album. <laughs> and it is inconvenient because it's only on cassette. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Possibly the most wasteful of ways to produce music. (laughs) Great point. Well, thank you to Al Gore. Yeah, thanks, man. Spoiler Spoiler alert. alert. Magic Magic is is real. real.
Uh, oh, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we draw three cards, and in the order that they blah 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 blah. blah. 